Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. I really do appreciate you tuning in here to episode 415 of our podcast. I also wanted to let you know that if you're interested in printing and feel like you need to get your feet under you a little bit better, I'm going to be offering a online six-hour printing workshop April 1st and April 8th from 11 to 2 Pacific time. So that's an online Zoom class. That registration is up and available on my website at danieljgregory.com. So check that out if you're interested in getting a little bit more involved with the printing world. So that'll be a great opportunity if you feel like you just need a little bit of help to make those prints. Get really the quality you want out of it, or if you're just getting started in printing, a chance to really kind of get your feet under you in a really solid foundational sort of way. This week, I wanted to answer a question that somebody had sent me, and I'm going to answer it for my own personal process, but I think it's a really important question, and I think it's something that if you're a photographer, and whether you're feeling like you really are in a good groove, or if you feel sort of lost and stuck, I think it's a really interesting question for you to answer for yourself in a truly deep, insightful, meaningful way, which may require some, you know, journaling, it may require some conversations with friends, it may require some deep digging through your own catalog, and some honest, really honest reflection on the work that you create. The question I got asked was, why am I a landscape photographer? What is it about landscape photography that is so interesting to me? And I think, like I said, we could substitute anything in for the word landscape. What is it about being a portrait photographer that is so interesting? What is it about being a street photographer that is so interesting? What is it about being a wedding photographer? or Whatever kind of photography you do, what is so interesting about that work? And I think part of the reason for that is when we understand our work, when we understand what it is that drives our connection to our work, I think it allows us to create more meaningful and deeply insightful work. It becomes more than just a photograph of something or a photograph about something, just a photograph that is meaningful of something. And that answer is not always clear. That answer is not always easy. And so I think part of the process of understanding how to become a better photographer is to have a better understanding of why it is we photograph what we photograph. And for me, when I think about the landscape, when I think about how I respond in the natural world versus, say, an urban environment. And for a long time, I and I still do love street photography. I just don't live in a real heavy urban environment. And I have don't have a huge interest in commuting back into the city to do that kind of photography. So unless I'm on vacation, I'm not really doing street photography. But the landscape photography is something for me that really sort of always calls me home. It always is something that if I'm doing any other kind of photography and I think, wow, I just really need to get out and recharge my photographic batteries... I return to the landscape. And as I thought a lot about what is it about landscape photography that's compelling for me? Because it's more than a pretty picture. It's more than going to actually a specific location. And while I do have sort of bucket list locations that I think are interesting for landscape work that I haven't necessarily gone to, I oftentimes just return to the same landscape over and over again, just to be out in that open space. And part of what I recognize in the reason landscape photography is important to me and the reason I think it's a viable, important medium of photography is in my own association to understanding how I fit in the world and how others fit in the world, given my construct for how the world works, is that we are a part of nature. We aren't above nature. Nature is not above us. We are all equal in that realm of 
existing on this planet together. And everything in that system is somehow attached. And so for me to go out and photograph the landscape, in many ways, it is a portrait of myself. It's a portrait of the people around me. It's a portrait of how we exist in that environment. And so when topics come up that are around land usage, stewardship, conservation, climate change, things that directly involve what we deem the environment, those issues are paramount to me because part of understanding how I relate to those is to understand that, again, I believe I am immersed in the landscape because I am deeply connected to the land that I exist on and of, I have a responsibility to have a meaningful, insightful relationship to that land, to connect to that land in a meaningful way so that I think about how I treat and respond to that land differently. Similar to if I was doing portrait photography, it's about the relationship between me and the person I've taken the portrait of. That meaningful connection between the two of us as people allows me to get that insightful photograph. In the landscape environment, for me, it's no different. It's a moment of recognition of when I am deeply connected to the land, of how I am part of the land. And that's how my series, The Touched Landscape, comes to be, is it's not the notion of a pristine land where we aren't involved, because there is no way for that to happen. We are of the planet. We are of the, the natural world. So how do we touch the landscape and how is our impact on touching the landscape felt and reverberated across the landscape? And at the same time, how are we shifted, altered and changed when nature and the natural world reverberates back through us? And so when it comes to why I photograph the landscape, it's because of that sensation I get when I connect with the land and in, in a meaningful way connect with the land and then want to translate that into my photography. And so when my photographs are hopefully aesthetically pleasing, but hopefully they're also emotionally deep in my connection to something of the natural world, whether it be a fern, flower, big, huge landscape, mountain range, wildlife, whatever it is that's out in the natural world, it's about that connection. And from that, what I hope happens is that when people experience my photographs, that they don't just experience a pretty photograph, but they experience an insight to them to say, wow, we are connected to this land in a meaningful, deep way. And that the scars of the land become our scars and our scars become the scars of the land. We are intertwined. We are mutually dependent on each other. And when we start to extrapolate ourselves out from that, when we start to remove ourselves from that equation, it becomes more and more difficult for us to realize how we have to survive is by being here. Within the blink of a second, the entire world can change and we can no longer be here. And I don't mean we as individuals. I mean, we as collective individuals can no longer be here. Nature continues. The earth continues. The sun keeps shining. But we, if we expect to stay connected, we have to find ways to relate to that environment in a way that allows us to experience the totality of the whole thing. And that's why I do landscape photography. I think that is important. Now, not everybody else thinks that important. Somebody may have a completely different take on how the natural world works, and they think we get to do with it what we see fit. Con uh, consequences be damned. 
I'm not going to be alive that long, whatever the rationale is, but that's not mine. And so my photography, the insights in my photography are about, can I get a deeper relationship to that idea that's in my head through my work? So I think the challenge for you is similar to what I've done, where I think about what is it that matters to me in landscape photography? What if you could get a deep connection to the things you photograph and understand that connection? What would that mean when you stepped out with your camera to go photograph, like I said, weddings, pets, portraits, fashion, your kids, whatever it is that you're photographing? If it was created from a space of deep connection and understanding of why we make those photographs. And when we have that, the reason I think that's so important, a lot of the issues around ego, how good are my photographs? Will people like my photographs? How much will they sell for? Why don't people like my photographs? Those issues tend to fall to the side. We become less concerned about questions of ego and become more concerned about questions of how my work matters to me. Not from a, or a superficial standpoint, from an external standpoint, but from an internal standpoint, the internal locus of control of feeling, insight, and awareness. And there's huge power in making better photographs when we work from that place rather than trying to please some artificial external constraint. So by spending the time to really think about what is it about the work? What is it that it means to you? And again, it may not mean the same to everybody else. And I'm perfectly okay if somebody talks to me about my view of the, how I view the environment and our connection to it, and they tell me that that's a complete load of crap. Fine. I don't have any ego wrapped up in that because that is a core value belief in me. So I'm not threatened by that. I'm not challenged by that. I get to continue to do my work. And it allows me to recognize that there'll be other opinions, which gives me in some ways a safety net, a protection for my ego from that position. So I would encourage you, if you haven't really sat down and thought about why you photograph something, because I think a lot of us stumble into something we like, stumble into something we're good at, stumble into something that we're interested in, but to spend the time to really think about why is that so compelling for you to photograph, and not at the individual photograph level, but at the broader context of when somebody asks you to identify what kind of photographer are you, how and why do you answer that question the way you do? Because I could easily say I photograph air, water, trees, spirituality. There's a lot of things I could say other than a landscape photographer. So having those insights about when people ask you why you photograph, I think are really important as we drive forward to become better photographers as a whole. I hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. Don't forget, if you're interested in printing, check out that online workshop. It's a great opportunity to Get your foot in the door on printing. Also, think long and hard about why you photograph what you photograph. I think your insights may prove to be interesting to you and provide some level of comfort as you go out and make some absolutely compelling and amazing photographs. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next week.